Welcome to Unfinished. I'm your host, Anderson Miller. This episode, I'm joined by Zion Rose, live from the MLB Draft Combine in Arizona. Thanks for listening and enjoy our conversation. Zion Rose, welcome to Unfinished, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Miller. Yes, sir. So you're joining us from live from the MLB Draft Combine. How did day one go, bro? It was nice. Uh, came into it. Had the hard racing a little bit. I was pretty usual. But um, it was cool. Once I got loose, got into it, I was fine. Talked to some familiar faces. Uh, a lot of friends out here from PVT and all that. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun so far. Word. Um, Are there high school and college guys at that uh, combine? It is. It's some big time college guys, too. Some two guys, Kentucky guys. And just talking to them, actually, has been pretty cool. You know, getting insight on their experiences on college and stuff like that. Man, how was uh, how was it being around the big, the older guys? Uh, It was nice. I mean, you could definitely tell the difference between them and us. Like, their juice is crazy. But, uh, yeah, again, just learning from uh, their experiences like college has been very beneficial. Right. The information they're giving us. Yeah, bro. It's it's uh it's it's levels to all this, man. And um yeah. you're about to either get drafted or go to University of Louisville, right? Yeah, um cool. either way you got a new step ahead of you. But um kinda wanna talk a little bit about how your senior year at IMG went, man. That was a big uh big move right there for you to go down to IMG and leave your family. And uh, go down there and handle business. How did it go? Yeah, for sure. We actually just won national championship. We got the national championship, but uh, it was definitely it was a hard move, but it was an easy move at the same time. Uh, sure. Just thinking about what was best for my career, uh, what was going better me. It just outweighed everything else. So, uh, and at the same time, I got that expensive being. Independent, being on my own, I can get food on my own, on my own. <laughs> watching my clothes and stuff. So definitely, it was definitely a big step, but it was an easy step, and I think that really allowed me to be ready for either Louisville or Italy. Yeah, facts. Either either way, man, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be stepping into a new level, and uh, I'm curious. What did you learn? What What did you learn by being around other high school guys that are, you know, at that same type of top top level like you, playing with them every day? Yeah, I kind of noticed. Uh, everybody's the same, man. Everybody's still learning. Everybody's going through the same process as me. I mean, uh, it's just, it's all it's all a journey, and uh, I'm starting to take it. My living more in the present just Understanding is just about getting better every day and trying to reach out and grow playing this for a long time. Facts, man. And, uh, you know, you're at this MLB draft combine. Are you having uh, interviews with with scouts or anything? Or are you already done with all that? Is this just a time to just get out here uh, on the field? Yeah, so uh, throughout the days, not today, but uh, I, got a, I got a few interviews Thursday and Friday. So I, I haven't experienced that yet. I heard it's kind of intimidating. They got like 11 people up here just in a circle looking at you. So uh, 
But same time, I'm just be confident going into it. Tell them who I am, and then it's all gonna be done. Yeah, bro. I mean, that, what I would tell you is, you know, being on the backside of all this stuff, it's exciting, yeah, bro. You yeah. should enjoy this, right? This is like once in a lifetime stuff. This is everything you dreamed of. And then also just be you, man. For the rest of this, for the rest of this, you know, this little combine, your goal is to just be the best version of Zion Rose. And if you do that, bro, you're going to be fine because we all know you can play and you bring a lot of things to the table that, um, a lot of catchers don't really do, you know, and you may not end up being a catcher. You may not. I don't know. Um, where do you see yourself playing in the, in the big leagues? Anywhere you can play like Henry Davis type of situation or right, you see, I, I, I saw that, bro. I saw he's in right field making the debut. It's just like get in where you fit in. Exactly. Get in where you fit in. I'm in the boat. There's only so many people, like I said, they made it to the big I'm definitely not about to complain about where I play. <laughs> right, right, right. I make it there, I make it there. Right, 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 right. Um, so, if a team drafts Zion Rose, what are they getting? Man, they're getting somebody who wants to win, dog. They're getting a winner, a competitor, a leader. I'm going to do everything in my power to make that team better. Yeah, they're getting the If I already know how you, we know you can play, man. But I feel like what you're bringing to the table most more than anything is the intangibles. You know what I mean? I always say you can't really measure what's under the hood, right? You know, everybody can hit the ball out of the park, and everybody can run a good sixty and throw a good pop times and and all that. That's great. That's that's cool. You, that's what it takes. But to get to that big league level and continue to climb the ladder, man, it's going to continue for you to just keep, keep taking it, keep being a leader, keep, uh, keep being the best person you can be. And I'm curious, um, who's helped you kind of continue to just be the person you are right now? Who's helped you get to where you are in this journey? Man, there's so many people that I can't even name them. I have such a good uh, support system my family to even people outside of my family even you like just hitting me up every once in a while checking up on me so like it's just i've i was lucky enough and i'm grateful enough to be able to grow up playing for like the laces and doing mlb developing breakthrough and all that because i was able to be around those coaches there you know support me tell me to keep going sure i had i talked to uh, roger davis today we talked to him for about two hours three hours just talking about the process and, like, what it takes to actually get there. So I definitely can say this sport takes that support system and that those strong roots to really get you through it because it's mentally tough, and we all know it's mentally tough. So you got to have somebody, you know, just to encourage you, keep you going. Mm-hmm. you got to have somebody that keeps you, keeps you steady, you know what I mean? Because what yeah. you're about to step into, man, is a crazy – yeah. And I told y'all about That's this. The thing. I, I really, bro, I really t- even haven't got into it. I know, yet. I know. I told y'all about this when y'all were 16 down in East Cobb, and I was just talking to Dylan about it. I was like, look, y'all are the top dogs right now, but when you show up to that complex for spring training or or first day on campus, you're starting back at square one, right? Every you right. you got to earn your stripes and your, your respect like you never had it before, you know? So... It's just a, it's just another step in the journey, man. But um, everything you did to get to this point is, 
just setting you up for the next set of set of challenges. And um, I'm curious if you got any questions for me. You know, I'm, I'm on the backside of my career, right? I just went through eight years of minor league baseball after being a third round pick, right? Like, right. I went through, I saw some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious if you got any like, questions for me. Man, what was like the hardest thing to overcome going through that process? I think like the minor leagues and all that. I think the hardest part is getting out of your own way. There's a lot of stuff once you start to get towards the upper levels and close to the big leagues that's out of your control. Um, you know, teams will sign veterans or they'll call somebody else up. Um, and you just can't worry about that. You just got to keep running your race because everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to be doing things differently. You got to know yourself better than any coach, um, better than any any other player, other opponent. Because if you're in control of yourself, you're in control of your future. And I wish I would have known that when I had first gotten drafted. Instead, I had to learn that on my own. And it was almost too little too late, if I'm honest. Um but once you once you start to figure out what makes you be your best and um, figuring out that routine that you can show up with no matter where you're at, because you're about to run into some stuff, man. It's like you're going to have a plane flight that gets delayed and y'all still get in at 10 a.m. And you got to be at the field at four ready to play or at the, you show up to the field at five and the game's at seven or you had a 14 hour bus ride through the middle of the night and your back sore. You've played 40 games straight because you're a prospect and you got to figure out a way to keep showing up and keep balling. Um, there's so many things, man, that that I wish I could I wish I could really just like tell you that's yeah. coming. But you're going to have to go through yeah. them yourself. But you have people around you and, you know, you got resources like me that you can all and like Lou and so many people that you can tap into that can help you know what's ahead. I mean, shoot, even you can talk to Cam, man, like he. Yeah. He's going, through it. he's going through it right now and it's probably a little bit of an adjustment you know y'all are both very young very talented players and there's just a lot of stuff that y'all are gonna learn through the kind of going through the fire and there's only one way to do it and it's you just got to go through it but what you can do is prepare yourself the best you can by just how you how you live man i would say um how you live is going to be pretty much how you play so if you're treating people with respect and you know just being solid all the way around, um, you're going to be fine. It's when you're trying to, you're kind of bullshitting away from the field and then you think you're going to show up and play. And it's, it, it might work when you're young, right? It might work when you're 18, 19, 20, 21. But you're going to hit, hit a certain point where you're going up against guys that are similar to myself that are trying to feed somebody's family or got kids. And it's going to hit a little different for them. And you got to understand what you're going up against is serious competition everywhere so you just got to try to be the best version of yourself that would be my best advice to somebody like yourself man just focus on you and your race and do everything you can one day at a time to get to where you want to get to and that ultimate goal for you is obviously playing in the big leagues so if it's not helping you get to the big leagues i don't think it's serving you it might be time to let it go so that's what i would say for real for sure. Like, 
Okay. So like just looking at some of the people who came up or like uh, that you may have played with and came up like mm-hmm. what did you see in those players that made them stand out or made them go to the bigs like Yeah, that's a good qu- that's, a, that's a great question. What I would say is they didn't really care about success or failure. They got to show whether you play good yesterday, you got to show up and do it again today. And whether you play bad, you still got to show up and do it again today. So the best guys that I would say, you know, the Bobby Witts, the Will Smiths, the uh, Hunter Greens of the world, man, they just don't really. If it's a good performance, great. I'm going to enjoy it for a couple, you know, maybe for that night but or an hour or two, but then I got to flip the switch and get on to the next one. So you just keep showing up, man, and they just keep stacking up good days after good day after good day. And, you know, it's in the off season, bro. All these Adam Duvalls, these guys that have been playing for 10 years, you know, veterans, they just keep showing up and keep finding ways to improve. Um, but really, man, they just don't care about good or bad. They just know they got work to do. And it's a marathon. It's a marathon of sprints is the best way I can say it. It's not I'm going to get hot for a week and I'm good for a month. You got to keep rolling, man. You're about to run run into a situation where, you know, you're looking at, especially for a guy like you, you're going to be a top prospect. You're looking at like 400, 500 at-bats. And you're looking at an instructional league in January or a hitting camp in December. And then you got spring training, and you're going to be there early because you're hopefully going to be around the big league team, soaking up, you know, from the starter, whoever, because that's who you're going to learn from. So you're going to be there early in February. You're going to stay late to the end of the season. You're going to get a little bit of break, and then you're going to be right back in it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just nonstop, and that's okay because that, that's what you want, right? But just know that it's it, it's a long game. You know what I mean? Nipsey Nipsey Hustle always the marathon continues bro you're about to step into a marathon that's going to require you to really just break it down into step step by step by step by step just keep doing the next best thing keep putting your best effort towards the next task in front of you whether that's being around your family getting ready for the game getting ready for BP having a conversation with a GM or a scout just be just be where your feet are bro if you're where your feet are bro you're going to be fine i think i think it can be it can be scary to think about, man, how am I going to get to how am I going to get to the big leagues? Like it's just it's unpredictable, but you can't really worry about that, man. You just got to try to be one day at a time and and just be fully where you are today, you know, and give your best effort cuz some days, I'm going to be honest, a lot of days you're not going to feel your best. Um some days you might, some days you might not, but just trying to give 100% of whatever you have that day sometimes maybe maybe enough and you just try to do your best at every single opportunity man and next thing you know you stack up a good season you stack up you know you get promoted you get you get some accolades all those, all the things that that people are looking for come when you focus on the work if you focus on the work you're going to be straight it's when you focus on getting called up that's when stuff or are hitting 300 or I'm a, you know, just trying to reach numbers. Don't worry about the numbers because honestly, the numbers may put a limit on what you could really do. You could steal 50 bags. You could steal 60 bags. Why steal 20? You know what I mean? Like 
the sky's the limit for a guy like you. And I just want you to know that moving forward, that don't put any limit on yourself. You just keep trying to be be the best version of Zion Rose. If you're the best version of yourself, who knows where you end up, honestly. That's what I would say. Yeah, man. That's why yeah. I wanted you to get on here because I, I just felt like we needed to have this conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, not for sure. And I know you said, like, being playing every day and being a catcher. Like, you'll, I know we definitely work Yeah, you'll get, you'll get some different. You'll probably do some DH, some out. Honestly, you'll probably be like an MJ Melendez uh, type of player right. where you can catch, you can play infield, outfield. You just take reps everywhere and show up to right. the game with three gloves. <laughs> right. I swear. Nah, for real. Being versatile. Yeah, man. But like, when it comes to that, like, what would you say on the, on the recovery point? Because I know that's serious, too, when it comes to that. I would say... I would say the best guys take their take their recovery and their 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 activation more serious than the actual performance because mm-hmm. man I got to get my sleep I got to be I got to be hydrated I got to get my sleep I got to get good food in me I got to continue to stay with my diet I don't know if you saw that podcast with Mookie talking to, with Michael Harris he brings food. Mm-hmm. He brings cooking food on the road. Oh, I did see that. The he brings thing. a kitchen on the road. I, I was like, but sure. think, but think about it. If you want to play till you're forty, you can't. Yeah. You got to move different. It's it's yeah. just it, it. Every what everybody wants out of baseball is different. You got to figure out what you want and what it's going to take to to make that happen. So, you know, think of stuff like that as an investment in yourself. Either you're making investments mm-hmm. in yourself that are positive, or you're making negative investments. And they're gonna show. They may not show up right now because you're 18, you know, 19. But, bro, when you're, you know, 25, 26, 27, 28, and you've been doing this for eight, nine years, like a guy like myself. In spring training with the Dodgers this year, I was the first one in the cold tub in the in the hot tub every single day, and every day after, I was in the hot tub every single day. And my body felt great. But, you know, the younger cats, they could do whatever. Right. And I used to be there. Yeah. I used to be there, bro. I could go I could go play a doubleheader. I could go out and go to the bars with the team, with the homies, whatever. And then mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like, man, y'all go, y'all go ahead. I'm going to eat dinner. I'm going to do whatever. And I'm going to go back and recover. Because it just, but, but also the guys that may have did that maybe didn't, maybe didn't stay around that long. But and that's what I was saying. you know I what I mean? You got to have like, a, you got to have a vision. You got to have a vision yeah. and know and the people. Like I said, you'll, you'll figure out pretty quickly who's got the same type of vision as you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you stay around the people that are where you want to be or are pushing you. You know what I mean? And the people that aren't just keep it moving. 100%. But yeah, take you're taking it's it's every like I said, man. How you live is how you play. So if I'm making the right choices and I'm getting, you know, I'm trying to get the best sleep I can. I'm trying to stay hydrated, especially out in a place like Arizona. I don't know if you know, it's hot. Oh, and you can't tell when you're thirsty. <laughs> you can't tell. If I, I was I was just cramping because I I couldn't tell. Like yeah, I was sweating and <laughs> I wasn't sweating. Our so trainer, our trainers used to tell us if you're thirsty, it's too late, type of thing. So like electrolytes, you know, liquid IV. 100%. Go get you some yeah. liquid IVs from Walgreens or something. Um, I bust them down. Pedialyte. No, I do. At Pedialyte, I take a gallon of water. Yeah. Pedialyte. Yes. Money. See, 
That's what it takes, though, because yeah. especially for a guy like you, man, you're going to be at the Arizona complex to start out. Let me yeah. tell you, playing on those Arizona backfields is the hardest baseball you will ever play. Yeah. There's no fans. It's hot. It feels like you open, you know, Arizona feels like you open the oven and that heat right. just hits you. Breeze hit you. That's yeah. what that's what playing in Arizona feels like. And if you're not in Arizona, you may be in Florida and it's going to be humid. It's going to be hot. You're going to be sweating. You're going to be having sweat on your forearm. You just played in Florida, yeah. though. You got it. You you know yeah, what I mean. I, but, know. But, I know how it is. But, man, it's it's every day. You're going to show up to the field at 12, and you're going to leave at 11. You know, 1, you're going to leave at 11 type of thing. So it's it's really a marathon, man. But but a guy like you, man, you're prepared for it. And I hope, you've, I hope you feel confident kind of holding your own at this combine and, you know, just having these conversations like we're having, man. If you just treat them like a conversation and don't try to say uh, the right answer, but just say the answer that you know you would say to to a person like me, you're gonna be yeah. fine because yeah. people just want somebody that's gonna be real with them. And be honest, right. you know they don't want to. Yeah, they don't need you to be a yes man. Right. Nobody, we don't need that. We just need you to be who you, we need you to be the best version of you, and you know. Everybody that knows you, that's that's supported you this whole journey, um, knows that that's a special person. So I would just encourage you to man, just just figure out what the best version of Zion Rose looks like and be that. When I just talk regularly, like off the top, like, yes, it's more genuine and it sounds like more efficient. Hundred, bro, and so, and and the thing is, like these people, they these people know when you're sounding real and when you're not. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like they know. Let me tell you a little story about agents. <laughs> so I went through two different agents. Um, my first one, I paid my like 5% for my signing bonus. And then the second one was a lot smaller. But I picked them up after COVID because my first agency didn't really mess with me. Like they, I, like they weren't representing me like I felt like I deserved to be. So then I went to another one. And then they were too small. So I didn't even sign that, that year where I was a free agent. I had to go play indie ball after I got hurt and the only reason you don't know this but the only reason I got signed by the Dodgers to go to spring training was because I fired my agent and and was representing myself I sent out emails to every team um every GM every assistant GM I put my video together from AAA and big league camp and I had a list of references from the Royals major league coaches because I was with them for seven years and I explained my story, and that led to me getting an opportunity. And, you know, I was a long shot to go to, to make it to AAA anyways, but still, bro, I would have never even got that opportunity if I didn't if I didn't tell my story like I wanted to tell it. You know what I mean? Right. So right. If, if that tells you anything, the best, the only person that knows you the best is you. Mm-hmm. And the only per- nobody's going to tell your story like you can. And what everything you've been through to get to where you are right now. So mm-hmm. moving through this process, just really embrace who you are and know that the, if the right team, it may not be where you thought it should be. It may be earlier than you thought it thought it would be right. But mm-hmm. they're going to want you because of who you are, not because you're trying to be politically correct. Right. Yeah, that's I, right. I, that story right there gave me so much confidence in the business world you know what like i got a new job now but like i'm not worried about anything because 
Mm-hmm. Bro, I represented myself with a $4.8 billion organization and negotiated my salary, like, Crazy. on my own. And the whole time, wow. I was I thought I needed somebody else to do it for me. And I started, to, that gave me so much confidence that, like, right now, like, I'm not really scared of nothing. So, mm-hmm. man, you got everything you need to, to get to where you want to get to. So don't feel like you need to, you need to act a certain way here and act a certain way around these people. Just be you. Mm-hmm. and that's enough yeah. that's and the same yeah. with these you know with these games i don't know if y'all are playing games down there or what but just yeah just be you and you know they want to see honestly in a situation like this they want to see how you fail for real they want to see how you run through the base when you hit a ground out to first base or you know ground ball back to the pitcher they want to see you run a 4-0 they want to see you backing up bases they want to see you being vocal the, the stuff the stuff that you can't measure they know you can play right we all know yeah. you can play, and that doesn't mean you expect to do bad either. But it's just playing the game the right way, and being a, being a good teammate, being a good person, and everything's gonna over, unfold the way it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, for that, real. That was one thing uh, Lou said. He said he like look at people, not make it up to me, beat up, and it because like his effort. Mm-hmm crazy like on and off the field so yeah man. ever since he said that he told me that a lot of again and yep. i just time hustling on and off taking run. on the field doing everything mm-hmm. the right way that's exactly yeah. how you got to treat it man because you know everybody knows that this game is really hard and the the, the hits are going to come and go but what can't ever leave you especially as a black baseball player is that attitude and effort it can't yeah. you got to have it all the time you know what I mean? And that's the one thing, that's truly the one thing that you're always in control in. You can't control the strike zone. You can't control where you hit in the lineup. You can't control what level you're playing at. But what you can control, what you can control is how you play the game. So mm-hmm. just uh, just remember that going forward, all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So, um yeah, man, I pr- I'm glad we got to do this. I uh, this is this is solid, man. This is this was perfect, and I appreciate you joining me live from the combine. That's wild. Yeah, it's nice. But uh, for real though, I- I'm gonna call you more. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk throughout the process. Bro, I just I just got done talking to Head, and uh, I talked to Dylan a little bit earlier, and I-, I said, man, I went through what I went through, even though I didn't make it to the big leagues. Even though I could yeah. be, I could be playing there right now. Even though I didn't make it, I went through what I went through so that guys like you guys can. And if wow. y'all make it, it's like I made it, and that's wow. that's why I'm here. You know what I mean? So I'm. Oh, for real. I don't, I'm right yeah, 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 for sure, man. All right, all right. All right. see ya. All right, thank you guys for joining me for the episode of Unfinished. That was off the cuff. Straight from Chase Stadium, live at the MLB Draft Combine with Zion Rose. He's looking like he's going to be a top uh, draft pick. Great kid, great player, just a really bright future. And I'm really excited to, you know, be a part of his journey. So uh, I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Um, If you enjoy the show, please hit subscribe, like it, share it with anybody. All love is appreciated. Follow us on social media at pod unfinished on all platforms or wherever you get your podcast from um i'm your host anderson miller and that's a wrap